Hey Mank, uh, you were telling me that uh, you came across an uh, AI uh, podcast on product management. Why did you uh, think of uh, listening to it? Hi Krishna. So I think with uh, uh, so much going on in the world, right? And uh, when you open LinkedIn, you come across a post which says, "Ki ho, hey, uh, AI is going to create your job," or someone saying that, "Hey, we use uh, ChatGPT to write the PRD or do research or uh, come up with ideas, etc., etc." Uh, of course, uh, uh, that sort of triggered and said, "Ki if I don't catch up and uh, I don't understand how it works and how can I actually leverage AI." Uh, uh i might not be relevant after say 2 uh, 3 years down the line and it is very important to uh, as a product manager it is very important to keep up with the technology uh, that is coming up and how is it going to impact or uh, it's not only uh, of course the motion fear comes into picture but of course how you can sort of uh, uh, be on top of it and actually do your job better and that sort of pushed me to uh check out some podcast on Lenny uh Lenny's podcast i think which is uh, almost on the verge of becoming uh, the top podcast uh, on most of the platforms so i just stumbled upon uh this podcast uh, which is a recent podcast uh, which he did with uh, Marily uh, Nika uh named AI and product management and i think uh, i was spot on and I actually learned a lot so yeah that was interesting so are you going to be like uh, well, I've heard a story of I think Einstein where he automated um things so are you going to like uh, use chat gpt and do all your work and then just chill out at home <laughs> I don't think so that is uh, uh that is going to happen anytime soon and if 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 uh, if i would be able to do that then the company would not need me because they would be able to use that uh, by themselves so only uh, if they know you're doing happen. that <laughs> sorry only if they know that you're doing that uh, i think uh, people are smarter than we uh, uh, know them to be so yeah <laughs> they will figure out eventually <laughs> anyway so uh, i tell us something uh, the, the 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 key highlights from this podcast uh got it. so uh, i think a brief background on uh, i think uh, people who uh, have a interest in product management would know uh, lenny but i think lenny rechitsky one of the most famous guys uh, 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 in the product domain and he hosts in his podcast called lenny's podcast and he also has a newsletter as well which i would recommend people to uh, subscribe as well uh, so uh, the guest uh, merilinika uh, she has been in the industry for quite some time and she has a phd from uh, i think uh, stanford or harvard uh, and she has been in ai for quite some time and uh, she has she has worked on uh, a lot of uh, ai related uh, products at google and meta etc etc uh, so i think one the couple of things which i learned uh, i think the first question which they tried to address was whether it is going to sort of take away my job as well or not and uh, one important thing was uh, uh, as a pm uh, i should learn to leverage ai and it's going to help me do my job better i 
think that was one key take takeaway. And uh, there are some ideas that they also suggested, uh, but also some of the things which, in my context, on the, the job that I do, how am I how am I going to use uh, the tools available in the market? And how uh, how do I sort of be on top of what is happening? Because the uh, the uh, technology is getting updated. Uh, I think uh, almost uh, every three months, right? So ChatGPT four was launched, and now uh, we're hearing that ChatGPT five is around the corner, and it is going to support images and videos as well. And that would be a whole that and the param the number of parameters that the model is going to use is uh, going to be insane. So I think. Uh, it is very important to be updated about what is happening. So there's some some resources that uh, Marily also recommended, which uh, we can actually share the link uh, uh, of on uh, to be updated to uh, be up to date uh, and see what is going on in the industry, so that you are at least aware and uh, learn from uh, what is happening, and then generate ideas on how you can leverage those things uh, happening in the industry. Okay. So, did they get into the working of uh, the AI, or was it more from an application point of view? Uh, so, I think I think uh, extending that question a little. Uh, I think one thing which uh, which the question came out was: Do you want, have to understand and learn how to write code to use AI or use the tools available in the market? The answer is no. Uh, of course, uh, is it necessary? No, but it's a good to have if you understand uh, on how more models are generated how models are trained and uh, how does the technology work uh, but uh, they did not i think i think that was not the motive it was mostly about how you can leverage and what uh, how you can sort of figure out to you uh, apply the ai so but the, the recommendation was if you know how to uh, code and understand and maybe as a side project you can actually figure out and train a model on your own and go ahead and uh, say uh, build a small model on your, uh, again, as I mentioned, right? Uh, you can actually, you will understand it a little more and then you will have more ideas on how you can use it to do your job better. So it's not necessary, but good to have. Okay. So when you mean model, what exactly do you mean? Uh, so I think that's one question which uh, they tried to answer and uh, uh, Marily actually beautifully uh, 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 explained it in context on how would you explain a model uh, to a three-year-old. I think she has a daughter and uh, that's something which uh, I liked and as a, as a concept also. I think as product managers, you generally come up with so much context and uh, 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 when you're explaining a problem or uh, sort of uh, explaining a solution to people, uh, maybe cross team or uh, to different stakeholders, I think you can take a step back and always think about how will you explain it to a three-year-old and then explain it to different stakeholders so that you are explaining it very in a very simple yet effective manner. Uh, I, I think that was one key takeaway for, for me. And uh, we'll try to answer one more question which they have put it out for the audience as well, but that's later. Uh, coming back to the question that uh, uh, they, uh, that you specifically asked was, uh, how do you actually explain a model to a three-year-old or, or what a model is, right? So effectively, uh, so in, in my release terms, right, what she mentioned was, uh, so uh, for example, uh, if you want to uh, train a kid on uh, identifying an animal, right? So uh, you, for example, you start with a rhino. So you uh, you give them uh, some ideas around uh, or some data points around saying, hey, uh, uh, 
uh, so let's call the girl uh, baby girl as lisa so lisa hey this is a rhino uh, you show them that say hey this is a rhino then you tell them that this is an elephant etc uh, uh, etc et and, and you keep telling them and showing them different versions of rhinos and elephants uh, on a regular basis maybe uh, on a, in a zoo or, or in a digital form etc etc uh, the data input that has gone um, uh, in lisa's mind uh, sort of starts helping her understand and and when she sees an animal next on the street she says hey this is something uh, like a rhino uh, or an elephant but uh, not exactly the same so that's where the identification of an animal comes in and slowly and steadily with more data points uh, she will be able to identify saying ki, hey it's a dog or it's a cat right? so uh, they were able to uh, identify that it's an animal and then as you introduce the confidence parameter uh, or the probability parameter that basically becomes your um, uh, that looks like a say for example she says that hey uh, that looks like a rhino but i am 70% sure that is that is the probability of the outcome so uh, that's that's effectively on how you what a model is right you keep feeding data uh, set uh, uh, to uh, the tech and slowly they will start understanding and recognizing the patterns and come up with that answer with a confidence so basically um, in the same example what you're uh, suggesting is uh, probably you have uh, uh, 20 pictures um, of of the 20 pictures if your goal is to uh, make the baby identify uh, whether it is a rhino or not um, so probably out of this 20 pictures probably you know uh, eight or nine of them have rhinos different from different angles so you keep showing this to the baby and the baby kind of starts relating certain features and then tries okay yeah this is a rhino and you say yes no yes this is a rhino something then you show probably a lion and the baby says no this is a rhino then you say no this is not a rhino so with uh, with time the baby kind of starts interpreting okay when uh, these features are there in the animal then this is a rhino else this is not a rhino okay correct absolutely right I, i think i think also uh, uh, what what this uh, so one key takeaway also for me was that uh, okay there would be tools available in the market there would be pre trained models available in the market but most of the times because your problem and your context on how you are going to use uh, technology uh, or ai in uh, sort of solving your problem it is going to be uh, very important that you train your models with your data set right it, it, you might actually want, would have to build your models or have a very unique data set on which you would want to train the existing models available in the market for example uh, a customer support flow on paytm would require a lot of context on what the uh, flows of paytm are because it would not be same as Uh, a phone pay because say for example the event of very basic example of event of uh, cashback getting credited you want to identify on which customer has not received the cashback right that would be one problem statement the event of cashback getting credited for paytm would be way different than what phone pay does so that is the context of the problem and hence the data set is is very unique and the models have to be trained accordingly so uh, i think it's not that a lot of people think saying hey now uh, you would not need data scientists or researchers to do this problem or in the teams but i think 
this is going to sort of be very a very important part of how you are going to use technology and the teams uh, are going to leverage of course the the processing the programming uh, uh, or or the sort of uh, uh, the models mo- most of the models might be available uh, uh, in the market but you still would have to sort of build your business layer context on top of that yeah so um couple of years back when i was doing my deep learning uh course from udacity um so there's a contrary point to what you explained now um which uh, sebastian turn he's the guy who uh, is behind google glasses the uh, the driverless cars etc so um he was trying to build a neural network uh, for uh, identifying whether uh, from a picture whether uh, there is uh, whether the uh, blood whether there is blood cancer or not um so uh, so basically he fed a picture uh, to this neural network and then it has to say yes or no and uh, the how the neural network works is it tries to mimic the brain so you have an input layer and then you have multiple different layers and then you have an output layer which is specific to the business context right so he built it ground up um, and literally how you train the model is if if you think of uh, uh, the whole thing like an excel sheet so any I, i think most most people would be working on spreadsheet so um, think of y as the output which is going to be a yes or no and your x1 x2 x3 x x4 right those are all the different features or variables so um so you you keep parsing this uh, data into these multiple layers and then you you get an output uh, which says yes or no so when you train you train with the the right data as well as you also insert some uh, incorrect data so that the model kind of learns what is right and what is wrong um so he he built the model he built this model ground up and uh, when he looked at the accuracy rate he got uh, uh, if if i remember right i think he got an accuracy rate of like 60% or something which wasn't good enough and no matter how much he trained he couldn't get this uh, g- get it right uh, then later he just thought let me uh, take the google's uh, model and then integrate it uh, in the last but one layer and the moment he did it and then when he ran the model i think his accuracy rate went to like 90% or more something around those range and he couldn't kind of explain why did that happen because google's model had nothing to do with uh, uh, skin cancer it was just a uh, image recognition model and uh, what he writes in that in that paper is that uh, it looks like the model is like a kid so it is kind of looking around and learning lot of things which you yourself don't realize what that it is learning and then somehow it is pick, picking up uh, certain uh, you know certain parts of this data trying to interpret it and is able to predict so that's kind of scary too uh, because you really don't know why did it work but it worked right so um but yeah I, i think as you said i think the the last layer has to be having a business context but uh, i i think it's always going to be a decision on uh, when to use the models that are available in the market or when to build your own models as well 
i think uh, slowly and steadily yeah. uh, people will start realizing and understanding uh, as the technology evolves right uh, but i i still think uh, i don't have a clue on how is it going to work on what what skill set you would need to actually go ahead and uh, figure that out okay i mean i, I can tell from experience if, if people want to but i think that that's like kinding kind of like going away from what you're primarily doing but you have a lot of courses in udacity on um, uh, you know on on basic udacity and coursera also if you really want to know it's actually not complex um, if you know a little bit of python and python is like pretty simple it's just about calling few libraries and then uh, i mean the basic model right you 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 can kind of build and then probably take it off from there anyway so so now we understood what a model is right so model is something that um a, a, a kid looks at multiple pictures and then tries to uh, find the commonality and then tries to tell okay this is what it is got it let's move on i think i think as you were mentioning courses right and uh, there was uh, there is a course that merely actually runs on maven and uh, at the end of the uh, podcast and after listening to her and uh, understanding how she runs the course and what uh, how she runs the course and how what approach to choose course uh, i was so tempted that i was almost about to sign up uh, for the course and i'm going to uh, as soon as i figure out at what point of time i want to do it and i would definitely recommend people to actually check it out as well it's an interesting course and it's on ai and product management and it's a hands on course where you will sort of uh, build a real life uh, application of uh, ai and uh see it working on real life data as well so uh, and with with no no tech uh, no tech experience whatsoever so you don't have to know how to code uh, i don't and that sort of that's the confidence that i got from the uh, uh, one of the key takeaways was that as well how long is the course and how much does it cost uh i actually don't remember i think there's the key part uh, irrespective of those two things i was so tempted saying ki ha i should definitely <laughs> go for it so i think that's the beauty of uh, probably uh, merrily and lenny talking i i think uh, the way lenny was uh, putting the questions forward and merrily was answering i think it's sort of uh, the the topic the course content debate has been built plus their salesmanship as well so uh, i think that's the most sweetest spot where as a consumer i am willing to uh, join the course without even knowing how without even actually remembering how long is it and how much does it cost okay so, so let's move on let's go let's go beyond the model correct uh, i think overall uh, one more key takeaway uh, primarily i think uh, on that on how do you sort of use uh, uh, the uh chat gpt on a day to day basis right so one key thing which she mentioned uh, merrily mentioned was how is she using it on a day to day basis was primarily for three things uh one is sort of writing i think overall uh when when you are writing there is always certain assumptions that you come up with and certain uh context that you unconsciously you might end up uh, assuming that the readers might uh, so when when you are writing a vision doc or a strategy doc or a prd you might assume that hey uh, people might have context of this and hence you might go ahead and write it in such a manner that's where we, she was sort of leveraging uh, chat gpt to write uh, the vision statements 
the mission statements etc etc and and i've heard a lot of people write using it to write prds as well so you basically give context to the uh, uh, bot and they actually give you a very uh, layman term uh, and and sort of a very beautifully written uh, uh, version of what you want to convey right so i think that's one thing which was a key takeaway that that's and you don't have to do anything right you just have to go and start using and uh, writing such just a prompts and you get the answers for it. so that was one uh, thing where writing is one key takeaway for me on leverage uh, the chat gpt for writing uh, the, just uh, 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 you know if, if i can just pause you here um what could be the implications of this would would we end up uh, seeing similar ideas because uh, at the end of the day what uh, chat gpt is doing is uh, Uh, it is taking uh, a huge amount of knowledge that it has from its uh, database and it is throwing you an answer um so will innovation die because as I, uh, maybe right now you don't see it but you know probably like give it 5 years and then if everyone starts um using this uh, so the kind of ideas the kind of language the kind of uh, abstraction everything is going to be very similar which means it's it kind of stops learning and it's going to keep spitting out the same thing do you see that as a so honestly i generally uh, i personally won't feel uh, I, i i have respect for the people who uh, would be innovating and come up coming up with new ideas but i personally in my job i don't think i have come up with any innovation in my career ever and it has always been copy pasting or learning from something or the other uh, probably learning something in uh, in a very different context and using it in a very different context but it is always sort of copy pasted from somewhere somewhere or the other right? and a lot of people just learn something at one job and they apply it at the other job and that learning is still also coming from say a competition or trying out new things i don't think so that is going to happen and and the ideas or the prompt that you are going to give is the innovation or the idea that you are going to think about right and that's where i think you will have more time to actually work on those and think more rather than actually thinking of saying ki hai system i want i have to write a beautiful doc or uh, i have to sort of think on uh, doing research on what competition is doing etc etc that is where i can actually uh, treat chatgpt or any tool available in the market as my assistant and actually do a, do my job better so uh, and innovation is chatgpt right and i think people who do innovation and who sort of uh, come up with new ideas they are going to keep coming up with those right it's not going to stop there so for example uh, uh, as soon as the a product was launched people started using it and then uh, some kid or i think I, i'm sorry i should not call them kids because they are uh, <laughs> great people and he he basically went ahead and built a tool which actually helps you identify whether uh, the uh, the work done is you is done using chat gpt or not because the consumer of that information should has the right to know whether it was written by someone or it is just technology doing its job so uh, i think overall that innovation is going to happen and i don't think so uh, it is going to stop anywhere and i think that's one key uh, thing that i took away was saying hey uh, i have to learn on uh, getting better at my job and then maybe innovate some bit 
on it and not rely on what is happening but i think uh, copy pasting is not as bad as people make it sound and i strongly believe and push people to do go and say because 99.999% times of the times if you are going through a problem you would not be the first one probably someone would have gone through that problem and uh, would have found a solution for it or someone else would have actually put put forth a solution for it so you don't have to reinvent the wheel okay i mean yeah. if 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 what you promising is going to be true i can kind of uh, equate it to uh, stack overflow for uh, coding um so even even for you uh, to ask the right question i mean you may be copy pasting the the logic from there but Absolutely. even for you to get that right question you really need to understand the problem that you really want to exactly. solve exactly yeah so i think i think it's it's the context of the problem that you have right so it's it's that it's 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 going to be that simple and it has always been that simple right so i think the skill is identifying uh, on what solution to put in where right? that's the idea hmm. go ahead so, i think yeah. i interrupted yep. so i think uh, i was talking about uh, writing right and the other thing is research uh, i think one good example was merely gave was uh you can actually use it to do research and segmentation as well right? so for example uh say uh, what is what is an untapped market for uh, variables right so for example smart watches then uh, you probably might end up getting answers like hey uh, people who so people who can't see uh, or are visually impaired uh, how do you sort of build a smart watch for them that is one example so as soon as you sort of you, you start leveraging it for research also it will come up with ideas and actually help you do smart segmentation right so that was one way in context on what problem you are working on etc etc you can leverage it for a lot of research as well and you should definitely and i think instead of doing a google research maybe or you can complement it with chat gpt or you can start doing the first thing on chat gpt and then go to google because you would want to still verify on uh, if the data is correct etc etc because you i don't know if the data is being made up you would see a lot of examples where the data is made up etc etc so you would want to back it up with sources or uh, resources which have uh, the data available but still that's something which i'm going to use it more often uh, uh, for sure okay uh so uh, i think probably a, two things sure. okay so probably a product idea is when uh, I, uh, when chat gpt is like spitting an answer it can also so give uh, associated uh, links so called pred- uh, you know uh, uh, credible uh, links uh, i think probably probably it might it might <laughs> i think it would be happening somewhere uh, in probably the they must be giving this i don't think so uh, probably in the pro version where you pay money mm. yeah uh right and uh, right. so i think one uh, these were primarily my key takeaways there there were more i, I think i sort of uh, of course i am going to listen to it again uh, just as a refresh on uh, what did i miss and i think i would have to keep listening to it uh, every 3 to 4 weeks to keep reminding myself saying ki hey i have to focus on this as well so and, is is, uh, is there some might... i mean uh, is there any specific takeaway that you thought that um, you can implement in your uh, job right now so uh, it was it was a generic uh, thing but as i mentioned right uh, one 
thing i'm going to do is going to use it uh, for uh, documentation uh, i think that's something which i'm i've already started and the second bit is again research right so that's that's something which i'm going to put it out for the team as well saying hey this is something which we should leverage uh, and uh, keeping myself up to date i have signed up on the newsletters which i really recommended and i started consuming that as well i think it's a good uh, thing which i have already started doing and lo- reading a little more about if it tops of your inbox and if you can just go through it what is happening etc etc uh, overall that's what i am intending to do right now okay so uh, let's come back to this uh, topic probably 3 months down the line and uh... see what are the learnings i think absolutely i think we should get more people who are working on these products if if, if maybe we find some folks uh, who have actually built products on it and we can actually start talking about some of the products that are available in the market as well uh, because a lot of discovery is going to happen slowly and you would want to know and people would want to know i personally want to know on what products are available in the market uh, which we can use etc etc and I, i think already uh, slack has come up with a, a chat gpt based assistant and a lot of people have already started coming up with those products uh, not sure how it's going to help etc etc uh, let's see how how the industry goes got it so uh, this podcast is available at uh, lennys podcast.com is that right yes so it is available on the other podcast as well lenny's podcast um, i think if you will search lenny in whatever spelling you it would redirect you to lenny right <laughs> so yeah he is the product management lenny says these two folks are the famous ones so yeah definitely find them easily god so um mank 3 months is the time for you and then i think uh, someone should hold us accountable and uh, let, let's come back and talk about this hopefully hopefully yes <laughs> if you like this podcast then do share it and you can reach out to us at productmanagement0100@gmail.com or you can find us on twitter at pm_journey